All right. Gonna drink some beer. Should I get another beer? Yes, get get beers. You're gonna, you're gonna need them. Welcome to the Finicky Podcast, where we drink the beer and then talk the sports. I'm here with John Paul Morrell. The taller tower. No! <laughs> no! Start over. No! We're just gonna get that in. Yeah. Alright, fine. Um You uh you won a championship or two. Just one. Sad to say, uh, just one. But one? yes, I at least I'm least I'm off the uh, yeah I'm not I'm uh, I've at least got one on on my shoulders. And then uh, you had the one season where you started out eight zero. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that's kind of depressing to think about because like you 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 know you overthink everything and to go eight zero and then to not even win it it's uh, it's pretty sad because you can go like nine and seven like Zach every week every year and then all of a sudden. Suck it, Zach. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you also have um, – you should have a good chance of winning this year because you've got inside information because you've been working for the NFL. That's true. I uh, I know 90 minutes and about 30 seconds before everyone else does <laughs> who who is inactive for the uh, Sunday Night Football games. That's right. I, I go to the uh, – I go to the 90-minute meetings before the game, and uh, they'll tell us. But uh, last week I was a little a little scared because Marlon Mack was was very questionable into the into the game. But at that point, we really didn't know uh, until game time. But fortunately, he showed up. But it didn't matter enough for me. But yes, I, I do have a little bit of inside information. I, I'm excited for you to give us all the tips, share them, share them to everyone, and then um, yeah, I'm also excited for you to start going up to football players and telling them how important finicky is, so maybe they should play today. In fact, yeah. if you I don't know the next time you'll see Saquon Barkley, but you could tell him to start playing football. Uh, realistically, I don't know if we're going to see him this, uh, this season. All right. Well, we'll start getting into the, the actual football that people care about, one that has to do with their teams. Finicky. And uh, we'll start the Week 5 recap. Week um, 5. We'll see, we've got a, there's a lot, a lot happened in Week 5. We'll save yeah. some of the best for last. I think we should probably... Start out with the most obvious victory, which was mine. Because, my God, did I annihilate Stephanie. It was Winner. incredible. 98 I didn't think I could beat somebody. I didn't think I could top my performance against Bliss. But then I played Stephanie. Loser. Ground her into the, into the, the, the dirt. I mean, it's one of those and things. The bone and the marrow. It's one of those things. When you got, you got Flacco, they scored, what, 20, 20 points. But he only had seven points, and I hate him because Emmanuel Sanders got one of four effing targets, and I started him. But she had Cooper. She has Cooper and Cup. Like that's a that's a good duo right there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yet, you'd think you'd think that in a, she didn't have a bad week. Um, well, Howard and Charlie Howard and Walker are is two, and the Rams. Between Howard and Delaney Walker and the Rams, they got a total of one point. So that's tough. That is tough, yeah. But, I mean, 148 could have beaten about two or three teams last week. She yeah. just happened to get – I mean, all right, yeah. My my team almost scored 250 points, which well, I'm happy winner. about. Yeah, of course. Aaron but Jones. The, 
What a, Aaron what? Jones, I didn't need it. I had already won at that point, and Aaron Jones just kept getting touchdown after touchdown. Just the ATM just kept shooting out $100 bills, basically. And I didn't ask it to do that. The thing is, uh, and I'll ask your expertise, um, There, you can't – is there going to be a hangover for my team? Can I score that many points? And then just continue scoring well, that way? I think, I think no, I don't think, to answer your question, no, I don't think you'll have this, because you had stupid points. You had Watson give you 45. You had, you had two guys over 41. Your other guys had one, five, four, six, minus three. You're not going to, yep. you're not going to repeat. You had 11 points on the bench. No. Yeah. You are ready to fall. I don't know who you're playing yet. You're, are you but, selling my stock on a podcast that I host? That absolutely. I mean, right. yeah, I haven't seen your projections for this week, but uh, I, I would sell, sell, sell. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Um, I w- There's one thing about uh, Stephanie's team, two things I'd like to look at. One, um, she's inexplicably rocking two kickers. And yeah, I, yeah, I like so. Matt Gay. I think Matt Gay is great. One, because his name is fun. Matt Gay, Gay Matt. It's great. And he was a grozer winner. He's a fourth-round pick. He's a phenomenal kicker. But she has Justin Tucker. Yeah. Her namesake. of all time. Yeah. You don't spend a high draft pick on Justin Tucker and then just pick up a random dude for no reason? Yeah, I'm not sure about the logic there. I mean, I guess maybe – I mean, I don't know if we're overthinking it. She – you know he is in a dome at Gay, which is which is good. But Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, it's still nice outside, so you don't really have to worry about that. Pittsburgh, the Baltimore scores a lot of points, right? I'm not. And if they don't score a lot of points, they just kick a shit ton of field goals. Yeah, I'm not sure the upside of having two kickers because other than a bye week, I don't know why you need a second one ever. Yeah. So you hear that, Stephanie? Yeah, fucked up. And then also, so uh, Giants coach, that's uh, Giants coach. That's that was foolish. I want to introduce something that has been, I think I've been ignoring it. And uh, Ben Bliss texts me about it about every other week, if not every week. It's every week, um, if, every day. There's something that has started since I've uh, created this podcast for Finicky that is the Julian Jinx, which is Jinx. if I say something is going to happen, clearly it doesn't. Yeah. And I made a shit ton of fun of Darius Slayton. I said, who is Darius Slayton? Does anyone know who Darius Slayton is? And of yeah. course no one knows who Darius Slayton is. And he heard that, clearly, and scored a touchdown. He had 12 points. Would it have made a difference? Absolutely fucking not. But uh, He had the lone touchdown for the Giants. I mean, I don't know I don't know a single thing about him, but with nobody does. Tate coming back, Shepard being concussed for the second time in four weeks, I guess you got to throw the ball somewhere. And, and Daniel Jones seems like he can throw the ball a little bit. you got to have an Ingram. I, I mean, I would never start him, but I guess he's worth a bench spot in case your whole all your wide receivers are out in one week. But yeah, um, I guess I guess he's a worthy stash. But I don't I don't know enough about Darius Slayton to uh, to feel confident about about ever starting him. Right. Well, Stephanie did leave a fuck ton of points on the on the bench. Yeah, it would have mattered yeah. at all. I will commend her though. She took Flacco nice. over Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I don't think any sane person does that, and it paid off because apparently Baker Mayfield's having a thing right now. I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I don't have a betting capability on my. We're living in Connecticut, but I was like, man, they're only four and a half. They're four and a half, four and a half point underdogs, and I was like, I was very confident that. The Browns are going to show up, and I'm really glad I couldn't bet because that <laughs> you would have lost. That would have been a hard, hard loss because that was that was an ass kicking last night. 
All right. Well, I annihilated Stephanie. Now I'm number one in the East. Let's move on to the Battle of the Bens, which uh, this ended the mighty reign of Ben Derage in the West. I mean, it didn't end. It. He's tied for uh, first. He's second. He's four and one. Um, this was a, a a good game. I watched it for a while. There were a lot of points where you figured uh, Derage would pull away, whether it be the Bears D or Keenan Allen, and neither just came to play. Um, the Julian Jinx existed with Jalen Samuels. I believe Jinx. I predicted that Jalen Samuels was a secret weapon, and the motherfucker got negative three. That's tough. That is. Brutal. I don't even know because the fumble is what minus two. Yeah. He, and, so I, like, the other? And a, but an interception he threw an interception that was oh, minus six good lord so he's yeah so he had to get 30 30 yards just <laughs> to get to <laughs> minus three yeah and uh this goes much closer than it was by the end just because matt Breida had the game of his life so in the end it looks like uh ben derge didn't just lose he got annihilated loser uh, <laughs> but i will say the biggest thing for this i had to dig um, there were a lot of players that went completely ham this weekend. We'll talk about more of them. We, we've already looked at uh, Aaron Jones and Deshaun Watson. One of them was Will Fuller. And you know who dropped yeah. Will Fuller? No, but I know no one has him right now. Ben Derge. Ben Derge dropped Will Fuller in all of his confidence. We all heard him two episodes ago talking about his phenomenal greatness yeah he was uh, like a super team player which was kind of obnoxious you know he was so he was uh, i like looking at my team it's the it's late in the night i'm lying in bed and i'm just staring at my team just and drinking that and, long island iced tea all that bullshit yeah and then he went ahead and said i feel so good i don't need this fuller guy i need four rookie quarterbacks yeah, he's got an interesting strategy. This reminds me of bottom circa whatever that was, 2011, when he had like Luck and RG3 and <laughs> AP, and we all laughed at him. And then he made it to the championship, and we sweated it out until he lost. But um, so we he got, bottomed up. Yeah, he bottomed up. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things. It's crazy because Kyler Murray like looks terrible in real football to me but yet he scored 25 points last week right and Gardner Minshew was having a, a really rough game and then did that thing at the end of the game where he started to rally and rally and rally and ends up with 20 points so he's one of those guys I, I heard from other uh podcasters he's like one of the only quarterbacks that's averaged 16 points a game since he started which is Stats. crazy because that I would not expect to to have heard from Gardner Minshew this season but uh, I, I'm I'm proud. I'm I'm shocked that he's doing that well. I mean, who's he got? He's got Kyle Allen, who is who's fallen back to earth. I mean, Kyle Allen doesn't exist without uh, C Mac, and we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, this the, what I always look at now when I look at Ben's team is that Ben. You know, you well, we'll get to your team, but you know, you've always been a person that will go quarterback and then take their top wide receiver. Yeah. And Derge just joked himself into that by taking Gardner Minshew and DJ Chark. Okay, yeah, that's one of my things that, like, is crazy. DJ Chark is, like, a top five wide receiver or whatever right now, which I... Stats. Would, I don't even know who he, who he was before the season started. Never would have thought that would have ever happened, but I can't believe that DJ Chark is is actually a viable option, but he's he's somehow doing it week in, week out. Nobody understands it. It doesn't make any sense. All right, so the Battle of the Bends, 
Pentless comes out. He's third in the division, and uh, Derrigé's tied for first in the uh, L.A. division. So now we've got Tez versus Bottom. Just a nasty grind it out. Oh, wait, no, never mind. Chris Chris Antez scored 200 points, which should Winner. be overlooked. Uh, Bottom didn't have a bad game, but he did lose by 45. You look at, I mean, Bottom got great points out of his quarterbacks with uh, Matt Ryan yeah. and Dak Prescott. Yeah. It is all good for his top five players. And then you can see the, the two yeah. from Deontay Johnson, the four from Julio Jones. drops off after, after oh. you hit. Um, I mean, you got Julio. Julio got you four points. He was apparently third overall in uh, points for the for the Falcons, which is a bummer. Um, mm-hmm. Jameson Crowder, I would never start. Who's he got on the belt? Yeah, Mike <laughs> I would definitely start over him. You got two linebackers, which is a bold choice, unless one of them's on a bye. Nope, not sure why that was done. I look at these guys, I look at these teams, and I see a, a couple Falcons, I see a couple Rams, and it makes me wonder, both those teams are suffering this year. Uh, are those buy or sell teams? Do you, do, you, do you buy low on players on the Falcons and Rams, or are you just selling them? Are you trying to get I, rid of them? I would say I would buy very high or whatever you can on the, on the Falcons because the Falcons' defense has proven to be absolute garbage, which means if you got a receiver or – Maybe running back that catches patches passes. They're going to be they're going to be trying to score from behind. Um, uh, the, the Rams, the Rams. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like the Rams because they're in the NL. They're in the NFL West, so I don't really know what to uh, what to really read of them yet. I'm uh, very curious to see how things will play out with uh, the Niners and whatnot. But uh, Falcons, I would buy their offense because they're going to be from behind with with Hooper as well, which kind of sucks because they got enough targets that you're not gonna you don't know who's gonna get the ball each week but uh rams I, I don't know yet what's gonna happen yeah i look at those guys and i see two teams that have suffered similar fates and this is this is a thing i'm i'm now starting to develop in my mind i think there is a theme and it is the the patriots super bowl hangover which immediately happened with the falcons the falcons lost that super bowl and they were never the same and now we're looking at the Rams, and they're inexplicably falling apart. And I feel like the Rams might be the Falcons in a year or two. Okay. We might be, you know, here's you could not do any wrong. I've thought about all since last season. Remember the Panthers when they were 15-1 and one and everything yeah. was good? And you had what was whatever his name was, uh, Jonathan Stewart was your running back and blah, 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 whatever. Everything went, worked, that, worked that season. And then Cam was, was so happy. And then – Everything fucking fell to earth, and they were nine and seven, or ten and six, or eight and eight, or whatever it was. That's what that's what I think the Rams are, because the Rams won some really, really close games a lot last season when they went whatever it was, thirteen and three. And I feel like that's not going to happen again. I don't. I just. I don't think that they're they're as good this season. And I feel like they got a lot of lucky bounces, and Ron Rivera had that one really good season. And after that, I I, I think he's an average coach. So I think it's kind of. I don't know. I, I'm not as big on, on Rams as most of the NFL. They may have anointed Sean McVay just a tad too early. All right. Well, he's, he's younger than anyone that's listening to this podcast, so that's kind of depressing. I don't want to talk about that. All right. <laughs> well, there's a snake. Um, these guys uh, had probably one of the, cl- the closest matchup and a yeah. uh, 12-point game. Uh, I looked at – this is another one where it's hard to tell what the difference is. I gave it to the snake because <laughs> – he had Andrew Luck, Lamar Miller, and Antonio Brown. That's, <laughs> and he, yeah. 
he's still salvaging the season at, at three and two. He's, he's got three wins with with losing those three pretty key players. Yeah. He, Granny got his backup with Brissett. Josh Allen is still serviceable, which is crazy to me. But uh, let's see what else we got. Miles Sanders. Oh, it's the difference. I just found it. I, I totally messed that up. It's Mike Evans versus Chris Godwin. Guys yeah. on the same team. Mike Evans gets a zero. Chris Godwin, 24 points. Yeah. That's uh, whoever was guarding Mike Evans did a great job. I had I picked Godwin up last year, like halfway through the season, and he was he was pretty solid. So I'm surprised um, that he's doing this well. You know, he's like the number one receiver, I think, this season. Stats. Because yeah. he's, he's yeah, that, actually, that might be actually very true. Let's see. Let's let's give him a good click. Chris yeah. Godwin. This is going to freeze my whole shit. He is number one. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Chris Godwin is the number one wide fucking receiver in fucking football. Blows my mind. I guess Marshawn Lattimore is probably on Mike Evans. So Yeah, so he, he, gets, just, number, he gets all the receiving. Kind of crazy that, that Thielen is number eight, and he's had a terrible year. Everyone, well, he asked for the ball, and they gave it to him. Um, all right, now we finally have to talk about it. We can't escape it. No. Game of the week no. should have been just the slaughter. Uh, Zach's big win. Zach won. Do you remember? Do you remember when Superman two when Zod was stuck in that like glass cell, and then I forget what breaks it up, but then all the bad guys get out. Uh, yes, that's huh? not you know, but that's what I feel like <laughs> happened. Like the bad guy got out, and that. <laughs> And that is Zach. He got out of his cell. He is Zod. And he got a win. And we don't know what's going to happen after this. Winner. This was ass-backwards fucking football. Phillip Rivers had zero points. Jameis Winston had 17. Andy Dalton had 18 points. Aaron Rodgers had nine. And those are just the first four fucking players. That shows now, how backwards this I was entire cursing, matchup I was cursing at every Aaron Jones touchdown because <laughs> nothing for me. And I didn't even need those points. Yeah, you didn't even need them. You could have shed them. What's what's really frustrating about that is like, I mean, every every time I look at the first half of an Andy Dalton, <laughs> Andy Dalton game, he's like, oh, he's like one, maybe I would say maybe he's like three for ten with like thirty-seven yards in the first half, and then all of a sudden he gets me fifteen points or eighteen points, and it's like, I don't know why, but it's all just garbage time, garbage time points, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. But still, it's it's really depressing. When it when it comes to like stats, Andy Dalton is a better fantasy quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, which is really depressing to me. Well, it was against Arizona. No, no, no. Overall, he is a better quarterback. I looked it up. He is he is ranked. Uh, he's he's got seventy six points, and Aaron Rodgers has seventy four. Oh that's my not, goodness! That's not okay. That's you're not, right. Andy Dalton is fourteen. Rodgers is fifteen. That that's is not, that's sad. not okay. I did. I'll admit I got cute because my uh, my wide receivers. I went with Scantling, which you know, with Devonte Adams out, I thought that made sense. Yeah, but that didn't matter because Aaron Jones ran for four fucking touchdowns. Must be worth holding on to. J.K. Scott is one of those funny things that working on Sunday Night Football, um, we do 
we do replays of every play and his punting when he kicks the ball we always like slow it down because he's his foot like hits his helmet that type of release he has so only because jk scott is flexible is the only reason why i have him as my punter fun fact yeah, pretty, that's a good fact. And he's got very pretty hair. Uh, I Yeah, I look at this in... He was a Bama guy, too. <laughs> Bama, punter, punter you, Bama. Uh, so, yeah, you, Christian McCaffrey and the Eagles combined for 77 points. You didn't have a chance there. Uh, and uh, in your professional opinion, do you see Cam coming back and dethroning Kyle Allen? I don't know when that's going to happen. That's the problem is he's... Uh... Got a, whatever. I don't know if it's an ankle or foot, whatever it is. He's uh, they're going slow with him, which is kind of concerning. I don't know when it will happen. I hope it happens sooner rather than later, but I think it's not for another two or three weeks, which is, means I'm running with the red rifle or red rocket, whatever his name is. Right. And Kyle Allen is, I mean, he's the best thing to happen to C Mac. I mean, because we the reason I, I mean, I would have never. I mean, I, I don't think I would have taken Christian McCaffrey with the second pick. I'll admit it. I think I wanted Zeke. But uh, he, the big reason you didn't want him is because the goal line back for the Panthers has been, for a long time, Cam Newton. Yeah. Even with a human bowling ball in Mike Tolbert, Mike Tolbert they would right. still keep Cam Newton as the goal line back. So it, with him out of the picture, it seems CMAC is the do-it-all. Although I think I did make fun of some guy like uh, Raphael Bagamathon or whatever uh, as the other dude who had gotten like four carries for the Panthers. And he scored a 56-yard touchdown, which I, I I couldn't stop laughing about. Yeah, yeah, that's against the Jags. Jinx! Too, that, uh, they generally have a good defense, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I it, it sucks to have – I thought Cam was going to be a solid number two. I mean, he, he couldn't throw the ball save his life before he was injured and i don't know why a foot injury is that important to, to accuracy with your shoulder or whatnot but uh it's uh, it's definitely concerning i don't want to think that i'm going to go with Andy dalton for the rest of the season but uh it's looking like that might actually happen which is rather depressing all right moving on to week six we don't week have to talk about your defeat six. anymore we can now talk about other people's future defeats uh the sands nfl antonio's versus the 12th Manning, Snake versus Stephanie. This one is right now currently favored to Snake, even though he doesn't, he's got a couple of guys on a bye, or maybe just maybe just the one. It's just Jacoby Brissett. Um, but he's also got Josh Allen on a bye, which means he's short a quarterback. What do you think? Who do you think wins this? And what's their key to victory? All right. So what do we got? We've got, you know what? He's got Miles Sanders. Who's getting more routes, many and getting more running? I would say. I mean, I, I gotta go. San Antonio. Winner. Got, I gotta pick up a quarterback, but he's got. I think. I think he's got a better, better chance to win. He's got. He's got Sanders on the bench, which he can plug in for. I don't know. Tevin Coleman, Damian Williams. I don't. I. I watched Damian Williams play last week. I think, and he did not look that good. Um, yeah, Godwin. I don't know. This is slim pickings. I mean, it's hard to. I mean, even though he only has one quarterback, is Daniel Jones going against New England? So you may have to just look at Snake's quarterbacks and say he's lucky. He'll be lucky if he doesn't end up in the negative. Uh, I I do think I'm actually gonna go 
Stephanie with the upset. Although Winner. I think I heard you say you thought Damian Williams didn't look good. I thought he looked better than LaShawn McCoy. I think Williams well, might actually have McCoy a, had a fumble. Six. And that's like the NFL unwritten rule that you don't play after you get that fumble. Or it takes a quarter or two to, to get back. Yeah. He had a really costly fumble in the second quarter. And after that, I was, I was uh, happy to see that that happened because I was playing Zach who had McCoy. <laughs> I was. Uh, well, I, yeah, we'll see what happens with running games and with players. I mean, he's going to start Tevin Coleman. I, I'm actually going to go with Stephanie on the upset here. Uh, she's got a little bit of a vengeance game here. She does have some good players. I don't know. It, yeah, no, I mean, she she could definitely could could do it. The uh, Quarterbacks are big in this league. Even if Baker Mayfield doesn't have a great game against Seattle, I don't think it'll be negative six. If him and Patrick Mahomes put up enough, Freeman, Gore, Lindsey, uh, yeah, I'm going to go and lean on Stephanie Tucker. I don't feel good about him at all, though. But they're playing Arizona. That's the only thing that's that's serviceable. That Houston game, that Houston game could be fifty to fifty. Like that yeah. game could be a high scoring. So we'll see what happens there. She's got uh, she's got to swap out the, the Giants coach against the Pats. Otherwise, that's like a minus eight again. That's like throwing two picks before you even start the game. But you can't stop now. You get to get a lead, or you could. I don't know. It's it's up to her. She's. I I I appreciate her loyalty to her Giants coach as as. Yeah, but no one cares as much about loyalty in, in finicky. No one cares about that. That's about true. And New England is going to obliterate them. Although, if anyone's going to surprise New England, it could very well be the Giants. You um, know, you know, it'd be fantastic. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now as my hot take. <laughs> Eli Manning starts the game. Whoa! <laughs> they can't defend. Just you know, Bill Belly. Bill Belly can't uh, defend against Eli. That would be an amazing Thursday night upset. And then they bring back like Brandon Jacobs and that guy yeah. who shot himself. That that would be. I think that was Plaxico, but um, Plaxico. He's got to be one. He's still in his prime. Um, all right, our next matchup is Ben Derge versus Andrew Bottom. Ben Derge is very hungry to win this game. Andrew Bottom will probably check his lineup. Hopefully, checks his lineup before Thursday. Um, there's not a lot of a buy effect. I don't know. What do you see here? What's the key to who's going to win and what's the key? Connor, I, I saw that uh, Jalen Samuel is out for the for the game. He's on crutches, so that's good for James Connor. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, also good for uh, Derge, so he can't throw any more fucking interceptions. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have a hot take on this one. I think it's probably going to play out as, as it looks. I think uh, Derge kind of runs away with this. Winner. I think that this one will be tighter than Derge would like. Uh, in fact, Matt Ryan versus Arizona. I think that's the key to this game. I think Jeez. if Arizona obliterates uh, Atlanta, then then maybe bottom doesn't have a chance. But if Matt Ryan just shells that shit defense, um, this one could be close. Fuck it. I'll go bottom. Winner. I'm just upset crazy. Also, you know, drunk. Uh, so now we've got Zach versus Tez. Tez coming off a 200-point game. Zach coming off a 188-point game. Yeah, we get These it. Guys, we get it. These guys are ready to battle, even though Zach's one and four, and Tez is four and one. What is the key to victory here? Hmm. Well, Philip can't be Philip because man, that guy, 
I would hate to start on a daily basis or weekly basis, I should say. He he was garbage in last last weekend's game. Let's see. Yeah, what you got. can't start. Mason. There's no one else to start. You know, Mason Rudolph. Like that guy is in a coma. I I don't know. <laughs> that guy we know we know what Zach's team's gonna look like. Let's see what else we got. Um, Melvin Gordon is. Yeah, I really don't like Zach's team at all. Good <laughs> well, of course you don't. He just kicked the shit out of you. No, I know, but like he's got Burkhead, Daryl Williams, and Kenyon Drake as his backup running backs, and he's starting Melvin Gordon, who was like capped at like thirty-three percent of the snaps. Stats. That's not going to get it done, Zach. Um, true. And how do you do? You agree with nuts? I mean, I don't know. if This is final. Would you start Brandon Cooks? Yeah, he's pretty. He looked concussed he looked almost as bad as Mason Rudolph somehow he has both players <laughs> which is hard Team brain damage yeah I uh I mean I had Brandon Cooks last year he in the Rams offense that was really frustrating but Auden Tate is not a terrible start because they're gonna lose and and John Ross and AJ Green are out so like they'll get they'll throw the ball around but still that's um I think my money's on uh, on Tez with Winner. Russ and Fournette. Austin Eckler, do you know how many targets he had last week? Fifteen. Stats. Yeah, that's insane for a running back. That's a, that's a serious dump down, but um, that's a good stat that you knew. Stats. I, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how I knew that. It's no, but uh, you you were correct. He uh, Odell's got to turn around at some point. I don't I don't know when that's going to happen. All right, the one. One of my regrets already from the season is I dropped the Pats D. I drafted them. And then I Whoa! Did you? Yeah. Holy shit! I drafted them, and then I, and then I dropped them uh, before the Steelers game out of fear that Roethlisberger would throw Loser. a shit ton for them, and that did not work out. You couldn't have had that more wrong. Yeah. No, you're right. I... Uh, I will wear the dunce cap on that one. The uh, Steelers did not do that, and uh, the Pats have a hundred and whatever, one hundred and six points. Stats for the def- for uh, they're the number one defense. Niners Jeez. have 50, have fifty nine points. They're in far far second place. Yeah. So defense no, are really hard to the- guess from from uh, week to week. The fact that the Eagles got thirty five last week is preposterous, but that's. Zach selling his soul to the devil, and uh, that's how you got that one win for the season. Right. It's hard to not see <clears throat> Tez winning this game. Uh, with having the Patriots D, he may not be able to start Evan Ingram. He's got to figure out a new coach, but really doesn't have a lot to fix on here. I don't like Greg Olson, but he doesn't even, and I don't like OBJ. He doesn't really need him. He's got Russ Willie, which is apparently now a thing, and yeah. he's got the Patriots, um, <clears throat> Mike Thomas, Corlin. I mean, there's. There's four or five guys on here who are top ten. I think uh, Chris Chris will win easily. Oh, and there's also Jinx. drama on this matchup uh, because you've got Thielen versus Diggs, Melvin versus Eckler. So it's one of those things where, you know, how the game plan goes, if Thielen gets all the targets, that takes away from Diggs. Yeah. If Melvin gets all the carries, that takes away from Eckler. Uh, OBJ could have a comeback game, and Christian McCaffrey plays – at 6.30 in the fucking morning Pacific time. So this is a weird matchup that will be fun to watch literally all day. I think it's 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 Tez's game to lose for sure. All right, Tez win. Winner. Moving on, Julian versus Bliss. 
the rematch. Yes, I didn't do very good scheduling, and apparently now I play Bliss and Stephanie basically back-to-back, which is ridiculous. So I'm playing Bliss, and um, it's not looking great for me, being that I'm only up by three points on this projection, and he's got Allen Robinson on a bye. I don't know. How do I win? How do I win? How does he win? Who wins this one? I'm going to leave this one up to you. Let's see what we got. I'm waiting for this to load with my projections. I don't have projections. If Tyree Kill plays, I don't know how I win this one. I don't think he's playing. Uh, Aha! You hear that? I mean, no, Bliss, he's playing. Start him. I'll say that. From insider information, last week he was... He didn't run a single route. He wasn't in pads. He was uh, he was not ready to play. Um, you know what? I fucking hate Lamar Jackson. I hate Tom Brady. But Brady against the Giants, that doesn't bode well for you. Uh, um, uh, I'm stretched thin. I'm stretched very thin here. I'm not going to make a waiver wire move until I yeah. find out if Barkley starts or not. Uh, I don't think Wayne Gallman's going to start. So he's dead. He's brain dead. He's no, got no brain. I may, I, I may make a decision tomorrow. I don't I know. The rest of your lineup is actually pretty solid. Um, Tyler Boyd got a ton of targets last week. Fitz is going to get his his numbers. Robert Woods is going to get his numbers. You know, you know who makes me mad is Carlos Hyde. That poison that you said after the draft. Yeah, he's a son of a bitch. Because I drafted him last year when he was a Brown. And then he got traded to Jacksonville to die. And yep. then I drafted him this year as a backup <laughs> for the Chiefs. And then <clears throat> he got cut to die or traded to Houston, whatever it was. So it really frustrates me whenever I see his stupid fat gourd anywhere. Um, <laughs> and he picked up Dorsett, too. This guy is a real son of a bitch. I, I, no, out of, out of spite. I don't like the semen at all. Um, Nobody does like. Nobody likes the semen. No one likes semen. So who are you picking? <clears throat> I think it's going to come down to your punter, really. You're, if you uh, could kick some field goals, that'd be great. <laughs> well, you got Houston at, at KC, which is good. And he's got Brett Marr. Marr missed that. I don't know if you saw, but Marr missed his last kick. He missed a shit ton of kicks. Yeah. My money's on you. He's All right. Good. I like to hear that. Um, yeah, I look at this and, um, it's, you know what, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, it's going to be, at least it's a Thursday game. So I'll know what I'm up against, but Tom Brady is going to shell the shit out of the G men. That might be a jinx, jinx and I yeah, might be doing that on purpose, but Tom I Brady, is I think going to, even if they score points, I don't think it's going to be him like cutting them and, and killing them. I feel like it's going to be a lot of running game. It, it's not going to be like a lot. Uh, they might win thirty to seven, but it's going to be with you know, mm-hmm. running touchdowns. I, I don't think Brady's going to have a big game because he doesn't need to. They're they're going to they're going to pick him apart other ways. Well, the secret weapon here is he's got on Johnson who is on a bye. I think that's going to plug in over the Allen Robinson spot, which is going to put me in the negative. Uh, I, I don't think I will be the favorite in this matchup, but. Um, you know what? It all comes down to Tom Brady. If he shells the shit of the G-men to Julian Edelman, uh, I'm in trouble. Anyway, last matchup. Got to get out of here. Uh, you versus Lyle. Right now you're favored by 30. Uh, how's this going to work out? Um, 
My money's on me. <laughs> right now you're at 165 and he's at 137. So you are a 30-point favorite. Uh, you've got some Colts buys on both sides. Yeah. Uh, you've got Dalton versus Baltimore. The only good thing about Andy Dalton, here, here's two things that I've, I've learned. One, they're always going to be from behind. And number two, you don't, uh, don't want to pick a player just because of one offensive coordinator, which with Zach Taylor, I don't believe in him necessarily, but there's been a lot of shitty players that have came to another team and done well. Look at Robert Woods, who was in Buffalo, and now he's all, all of a sudden relevant in, in L.A. Um, I, think, I think Andy Dalton could actually be serviceable. Winning up by 30. Kirk Cousins is just, I don't believe a lot in in him as a person. Uh, Le'Veon Bell has had a really, really rough go, but I don't think he's had a rushing touchdown. I think he's as a, as a catching, you know, receiving touchdown, but that's it. Um, Jordan Howard has actually been the serviceable running back for them. Man, he's going Lockett Disley, huh? And Kelsey. I think he might mix it up a little bit, but yeah, he's got a shit ton of Seahawks. You know the fun fact between Zach Ertz and Rob Gronkowski? Hmm. They both have the same amount of touchdowns this year. Really? And for those who aren't paying attention, Rob Gronkowski is not playing football. He's actually going to be he's a commentator next week. Today he just signed. He's with, uh, he's with Fox. He's doing the, the Sunday with Fox or the Thursday with Fox, one or the other. So bottom can drop him is what you're saying. I don't know if bottom has him on his bench, but I'm assuming he does. Yeah, I would think so. Um, I would like to think that I'm going to win because uh, I'm projected by 30. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go with that one. I'm I'm going to go with uh, Vander Esch rules, which I don't know if you got that one, but that one's kind of a thinker. I'm going to go with me with the win. Winner. All right. Okay, so that's it for that. I think you annihilate Lyle. JP, thank you for joining us on the Finicky Podcast. Um, is there any more shit talk you want to talk? No, I think I'm done. I said for enough. All right. Chug your beer. We'll be, uh, the, thank you for listening. This has been the Finicky Podcast. Uh, good Finicky and good night. Zach Sutton.